a good Nerev Shabbos. I want to share an exciting and very relevant idea that emerges from Parsha Shalach, and it has to do with the focal point of the parsha, the Chet HaMiraglim. What's really fascinating is we call them the Miraglim, but if you look in the Chumash in this week's parsha, you will not find them with that label. They are not called the Miraglim. In fact, we don't even find the root word of Liragel. We don't find that used in connection to the Miraglim until Moshe Rabbeinu's version of the story as it appears in Parshas Devarim, in the first parak of Devarim, where Moshe Rabbeinu talks about the Chet Miraglim. There he says, Vayiraglu Osa, and you spied it out. The verb that we find, the Shoresh, is a very different one in this week's parsha. Uh, we find the Lushan of Tur, Lasur es Eretz Canaan, or Vayasru, they should spy out the land or scout out the land. So the question is, what exactly is the difference between this Lushan of Liragel and Lasur? And why, at the end of the day, do we call them the Miraglim when the Chumash itself doesn't seem to? Or why does Moshe call them the Miraglim? Why do we call them the Miraglim? And what, again, is the difference between these two terms? So the Malbim actually explains the difference between the terms, and the, although they both really mean to scout out or to spy out, there's really a world of a difference in this discrepancy which might explain the root sin, according to the Malbim at least, of the Miraglim. The Malbim explains that in very simple terms, Lasur is to scout out for the good, whereas Liragel is to spy out for the bad, namely the weak spots, the pitfalls. Uh, and in, in terms of conquest and conquering the nations, they need to see where the weak spots are. Now, to put it in even simpler terms, it almost looks as though Lasur, which some say might be the etymological basis for the word tour, to be a tourist, just to go on a tour, you, you, know, that, 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 you might say that that equals you know, the good and Liragel equals the bad. Now, in terms of the 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 Chetamaraglim, they were told Lasuras Arts. They were told to go on a tour, to take in the, the, the beauty, the enjoy the view, and simply report what you see. They were not told Liragel to to look for weak spots, to look for the Ervas Haaretz. They were told just to see the land. They took a liberty, they went above and beyond in a context that was not appropriate. And that, according to the Malbim, would explain the Avera. And it might vary by, by Mepharshim, but this is how the Malbim explains. Now, although I said it that, it, it, you know, at the cursory glance, it seems as though that Laragel equals negative and Lasur equals positive, you have to be very careful. The Malbim does not say that so simply. He does not say that Ragel means bad and, and Lasur is, is good. But you know you have to look at his lush and be very careful. The, they are different connotations, depending on what you're looking for. But the the context might make a difference. Meaning, for the case of the Miraglim, for them when they were told the Suras Arts, for them that was the appropriate thing to do, and Liragel was inappropriate. But in other contexts, it could be to be suspicious Miraglim is what is warranted. Right, so if lasur means to look at something with innocence, open heart, open open heart, and open mind, so that's what's appropriate in certain contexts. But sometimes you're supposed to be suspicious. Sometimes you're supposed to take what you hear and see with a grain of salt, and not just accept what you hear. When Hashem tells you something, then of course you accept it fully. 
So there's a time to be suspicious. But of course, if we would be suspicious all the time and be skeptical all the time, that might lead to pessimism. And we might find pitfalls where there really aren't any. We'll create them mentally and we'll be very stubborn. And sometimes that's too much and you need to be more innocent. You need to be a little bit more naive. You need a little, not, not if naive is the right word. You need to be more open, open-hearted and open-minded. So it really depends on the context. And you can't have too much of either. Certainly in the world where we live in, where there's a lot of misinformation being spread, you should be suspicious. But at the same time, when you, you, know, when you, hear, a, when you hear an idea, you should be able to find the positive in what you're hearing as well. personal story that happened to me, I uh, just finished listening to a Musser schmooze given over by a Rebbe. And right after the schmooze, I looked to a friend of mine and I immediately started talking about the things that I disagreed with about the schmooze. And my friend responded before I even finished. He said, you might be right, but I'm still taking in what he said. And don't deprive me of the, po- the possibly positive impact that the schmooze might have on me. We could talk later and you know, we could talk about what was accurate, what wasn't accurate. But at least let the message seep in. At least let me hear what's being said. And, you know, he wasn't wrong, and I was very humbled from that experience. But the point is that you need a little bit of both. You need a little bit of that innocence. You need an open heart and open mind. Listen to the idea that you're being told. And maybe give yourself an opportunity to be inspired. Don't be so jaded. But also be careful not to take, um, you know, everything at face value. Sometimes you need to take it with a grain of salt. Sometimes you need to be suspicious. So we have to, again, know the difference in life between spying out and taking in, knowing when to do each thing, knowing when a combination might be warranted. And through that, Hashem should ultimately reveal the truth to all of us. Have a wonderful Shabbos.